Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? How to get the perfect metal sound on metal. Oh, man. Just bang two metal pipes together. Bam. Did you hear that fucking... So you know the big butch woman who... You're going to have to be more specific. Last of uh, Us 2? So I'm not going to I'm not gonna go into spoiler, spoiler territory. Last of Us 2. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go into that spiritu- spoiler territory just yet. But Abby, the big butch woman, mm. um, is theorized to be trans... To which, like, once once you guys, like, once I talk, tell, talked about the whole spoiler thing, you realize how weird, or how stupid that sounds at it, the it, same time, how stupid the entire thing sounds. Okay, it's it's the apocalypse. 90% of the population has died. Um, it's been, was it, like, 30 years? So where the fuck are you finding all of these surgeons who are going to be doing this very specific surgery on you. Well, if you think about it. Also also to mention the hormone tablets as well that would have expired like three decades prior. But as uh, as a counter-argument, Alex, remember her father was a surgeon. So if anyone was going to be able to do that, it makes sense. I'm playing devil's advocate here. I don't give uh, a shit right. about this. So yeah, I'm just going to let you know surgeon. that she's not. She's not. She's not. That, uh, she's not. She's not trans. Okay. But this but this is why it's like kind of weird. I'll explain when we get to the story. It's like the, the, hello. the, the alphabet uh, people are co-opting shit again. Yes. Uh, we are SV Cheats 1, gaming podcast about games and game-related symptoms. I am your host, Chris, and with me I have... Me, Alex... And with us, we have... What? Yeah, Jaden. Yes. Fuck, Jesus. Just gotta, gotta fucking dial those cogs in those heads. But yes. Um, My brain works on dial-up. Yeah. We, we need to well, install what would GGPO worse? in you. What would you, what would you rather in fighting game online? Dial-up connection or Wireless. 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 Because like as, as much got, of a meme as it is, wireless would be a lot better than fucking dial-up. Now, 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 you got to remember, people were playing, like, Quake-free on dial-up internet. People were playing multiplayer games on dial-up internet once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, it's dial-up doable. internet is... It's not that bad. It, I, I, I wouldn't think it'd be that bad, because I want to see what the fucking... The dial-up speeds. Max dial-up speeds. Let's go. Let's see who still offers dial-up. I don't think anyone still offers dial-up. If if they do, it'll be Foxtel. 40 to 50 kilobits a second <laughs> is the norm. Fuck. Fuck me. Remember those days. 50 kilobytes a second. Now I feel like I've been fucking gypped if I'm not downloading at least 500 kilobytes a second. Like actual gypped. I uh, there was there was a point in time where my internet was legit downloading six kilobytes a second. <laughs> is that in recent, recent times? That is recent times. Up. That like legit. Like 
we we run tpg tpg is the mortal enemy of this podcast everyone fucking knows this we hate tpg tpg has been my internet service provider and there was a point in time where i was actually getting six kilobytes a second download speed on tpg like it got so bad i have called multiple tpg technicians to my house to to get them to try and fix it and the last tpg technician to come here he was an actual mad lad because he comes here he plugs all his shit in like asylum escapees and he just goes like what the fuck is this the fuck is that? What, I don't you, even know what these red lines mean. No, he's like, look at it. Because the person who came in here and fixed your internet last was a legit fucking retard, and I don't know how they have their job. So then he put we'll me explain. on. A, he put me on a different track on the internet, and my internet was fixed. He goes, yeah, that's all I had to do. It was a two second job. Hey but man, they, they need so to get their pay net. somehow. Oh, yeah. I, don't th- I don't even think it's inept, inept like, it's just them being inept I think it's just them going like man we can get money we can get fucking stacks off of this fucking customer if we come in look like we're doing our job for an hour and just piss off uh, like mm-mm. like does anything happen to the people who come do the fixy up job if they come do the job and then it's still fucked no. like don't they just send out another technician yeah, they just they yeah they just send out Wait, another do they, technician. Do they just follow up with like, hey, what did you do? And you'd be like, oh, I did some shit. Nope, they don't uh, follow. Up. They don't do jack shit. One hundred, they don't mm. fucking do anything. Hmm. But it would just be interesting to see that conversation. It's like, hey, you came into you know Alex's house and uh, did a fixer rapper on the internet. It sure did. Uh, they said internet's still not working. Well. I did, uh, I, f- I fucking flipped some switches, crossed over some lines, uh, tangled with the, uh, with the, uh, the BPM of the, uh, line system, and, uh, yeah, it was running fine on my system, so I'm guessing it's, uh, maybe an issue further down the line then. Oh, okay, thank you very much, bye. Like, I still get fucking paid. Yeah. And everyone needs an internet technician. Everyone. Yep. Because there's so many fucking botched jobs around. Because we are an Australian internet. It is fucking horrendous. To say A- the least. Absolutely horrendous. Like, I don't know how true this statement was, but apparently our internet was so ineptly installed that the people who put it in it didn't actually have like actual technicians. They just grabbed a bunch of tradies, gave them a pirated textbook from the United States and said, there, do that. <laughs> be nice. interesting that's that's how our internet was done you can find videos online of people opening up internet boxes and they are filled to the brim with dead cockroaches dead cockroaches they're basically like corrosion all that sort of shit just hugely just fucked our online infrastructure in this nation is fucking appalling but hey at least at least we're up with the world with now the NBN. I think I still think we're dragging behind Lithuania. Let's have a look. Uh, Australian internet rankings. Uh, but on that note, how was your week, Alex? Uh, my week was pretty, pretty all right. It was, it was, oh. it was pretty all right. Like aside from the usual gacha crap, I bought and I have been playing the shit out of Mountain Blade Two Bannerlord. Ah, oh, oh, yes, yes, I have yeah. seen you. Have you streamed a little bit of that? 
Mm-hmm. Um, the AI is amazing and under no circumstances should be changed because it has zero exploits whatsoever. So what's the exploit? Uh, the AI will focus you, the enemy general. Mm-hmm. So what you can do is get on your horse, get a bow and arrow, and run around their army so their army will turn around and face you. Now, while their army is turning around and face you, uh, they're ignoring your army. So you tell your army to charge. And they so will you... stare you down until they get a sword in the back. We would not turn our backs on this general. Not now, not ever. <laughs> As I say, been but sir, the like army. fucking pole There is frosted. no way the general would be here by himself. That army's fake. The proper target is over here. Yes. <laughs> the army is imaginary. We're told to kill the general and that is going to be our plan. But, but sir, Even behind us, ignore us. them and they'll go away. Yeah, if we can't see them, then they won't kill us as fast. Yeah. Also, mounted archers are broken because they they essentially do the same thing as as what you do. But as you as the mounted archers keep circling and firing arrows into them, their army can't organize in like a circle to try and stop that. So they'll just keep running around in circles as well and have no formation whatsoever. So again, your footmen can just fuck them up. So you yeah. see. Like, why is this stuff not... I would I would imagine this stuff would have been tested. Like, hey, what if I just ran behind the army? Oh, they're all looking at me? I'll just get that, my army to charge in. Like, why is this not tested? <laughs> I, I do not... It should be, but it, it either hasn't or they just don't care. Because I, <laughs> I know for a fact that in the command menu that you can give to your troops, there is a command called Circle Formation. Ouch. This fucks it up completely. Yep. Oh, so this company just exclusively makes, by the looks of it, Mount, Mountain Blade. Blade. Yeah. Yeah, it only it just makes Mountain Blade Warband with Fire and Sword, Napoleon Wars, Reinforced Edition, and Mountain Blade 2. Mm-hmm. So there's a game coming out soon that I am quite interested in because I play the mobile game. And it's called, uh, the mobile game is called Honkai Impact 3, but this mm. other game is called Genshin Impact. What the fuck is a Honkai Impact and what the hell is a Genshin? <laughs> okay, so Honkai Impact is like a third person action fighting game mm. that you play on your mobile device. Um, it's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a gacha game. Mm. It is 100% a gacha game. So obviously I play the fuck out of it. And there's they're coming out with a game called Genshin Impact and it's this thing's li- uh, launching on everything. Like it's launching on the PlayStation, it's launching on PC, it's launching on fucking iOS, it's launching on Android. And it looks like a uh, it looks like Breath of the Wild. A-, a lot of people are calling it a Breath of the Wild clone and it looks very much like Breath of the Wild except it's free and it's a gacha game. Huh. Well, how is how is because I remember I swear I remember seeing wow it's on PS4 as well yeah I remember seeing uh, I, I found it because PlayStation's Twitter retweeted it oh my god yeah they know they know how to get people in the advert for the PS4 is just a, like four minutes 
one minute straight of just this anime girl being all cutesy wootsy like talking yeah. to the camera like i don't like i don't know for sure if it's free but they have confirmed that there is gacha in the game which is leaning a lot of people to say that it is free oh well, yeah but and i'm like, kind of hoping it is because i want this game it's a, what do you mean like you make it sound like oh if the game hasn't got gacha that's a deal breaker no, no, that no, ain't no. happening if, if the game isn't free that's a deal breaker because if it's not free and it has gacha that's a problem that's yeah, a very that's, big that's fucking a problem sketch. that's very fucking sketch but if it has gacha and it's free that's fine because Talking. you can free to play ever, anything any gacha game you can free to play Talking about sketch, uh, mm-hmm. you guys heard about the Doom Eternal update? Yes, yes. we were talking about we that had before a, the podcast. We had a discussion this morning as well about that, and then we'll talk about it more in the uh, when we get to the news. Yeah, I'll just quickly jot it down. Yep. But yes, so uh, Doom Eternal anti cheat. Yeah, sorry. So yes, um, yep. definitely has that Breath of the Wild look to it, like art style. Yeah. Feel is a different thing. I remember you showed me something, you showed me something which looked like basically a Bayonetta ripoff. Yeah, that's Honkai Impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact something different. Genshin Impact is the PS4 the- game, Honkai Impact is the... Um- the mobile game and yeah. that's how i'm going to distinguish them because that's the biggest one there is i think it's also launching on the switch as well a lot of people are calling it a breath of the wild clone which like i don't i are we still using the term this game clone because breath of the wild is really just a fucking skyrim clone if you want to get down to it yeah but at the same time well, it's like- not like you can tell there are very obvious differences a clone is where you can directly link I'd argue you can directly link both mechanics and feel. So if you were playing a third-person exploration game with a similar climbing system, then I'd totally go, yeah. Yeah, because in Genshin Impact, I have seen people climb on literally anything. Because Uh, I've also seen them glide as well, but that's (laughs) the only two things I can really relate back to Breath of the Wild. Because people what? were going going around with souls likes and all all that, but the the earliest ones, the kind of Dark Souls clones, were those ones that were stuff like Lords of the Fallen that were very obviously A slower, heavier combat. Yeah, um, stamina based, which was also stamina based, reliant on dodge rolls and iframes. You get what I mean? There, it wasn't just because Dark Souls and Skyrim are both exploration third-person RPGs. Well, a lot of people, and I you mean, get what a I mean? lot of people yeah. are calling this a Breath of the Wild clone. Again, I, I know nothing about it, but that's that's what I right now. argue. Clone is mechanical similarity, but more the point would be feel. If you're playing a game and you like this just feels like I'm playing X again. Mm. It's why you'd call Lords of the Fallen a Dark Souls clone, but you'd never call Hollow Knight Dark Souls clone, even though it's obviously inspired. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't call Neo a Dark Souls clone. 
wow okay exactly. so there's there's actually a big fucking meme around this genshin uh impact game because when sony announced it um what's it when mihoyo unveiled genshin impact for ps4 many noted the game was inspired by breath of the wild some fans of breath of the wild are upset that sony's promoting this game because of its similarities and they think it's shameless to sony so a chinese man decided to smash his ps4 in front of everyone in protest and was promptly taken off the premises the guy brought his ps4 to this fucking reveal event smashed it in front of everyone because I don't know, he likes Breath of the Wild and doesn't like this game? So I know a lot of people call Nintendo fans children, but like when they keep giving literal examples of them being children... Like yeah, a lot, of, peop- a lot yeah. of people are talking about whether this game is a clone or a homage to it. It, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> One, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hit you with the big, it does not fucking matter whether it's a clone or a homage or fucking anything it does no, but not like, matter but but breath of the wild though yeah but it doesn't matter but breath of the wild yeah but banned fuck <laughs> you've been bamboozled been bamboozled you've before been, I... you've been bamboozled this is reset era fucking get out of here boy oh no no don't take, do me take like you, that take you and your fucking nintendo propagating fucking link hey man it's Mario not my f- out of here it's not my fault nintendo are t- catering to kids and ben. it's not my fault sony are going to use the kit what the kids love and turn it into what can only be known as rule 34 fuel i have absolutely <laughs> no problem with that like oh, make yeah, whatever, that's what I'm saying. Make whatever but, fucking game you want. Let the free market decide. Like, if people want this game, they'll get this game. And no amount of Nintendo crybabies kicking up shit is going to change that. That one fucking moron that smashed his PS4 in protest, he doesn't have a PS4 anymore. Good job. You need to go spend <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. Like, fucking <laughs> idiot. Man, man, it's like, if you like Zelda that much, be like, man, fuck this game. We're not getting it. Don't just smash your PS4. That's an expensive piece of hardware. Yeah, because you get the, like it, it brings up the gamer boycott argument again. It's like, oh, gamers are gonna boycott this. It's like, yeah, when was the last time that was successful? Uh, we're about to talk about what seems to be a quite a successful boycott very soon. As is <laughs> is that a boycott? Uh, we'll talk about that. Later. We'll talk about that soon. But people said they were gonna boycott Red Dead Redemption Two. It was the fuck it was it like Rockstar's most selling. People game. did. When did they say that? I heard some people say they were going to boycott. I heard some people say they were going to boycott fucking Pokemon Sword and Shield. Best-selling Pokemon game ever. (laughs) Yes, but it's the worst received. It doesn't matter. Best-selling Pokemon (laughs) game ever. It's true. It is the best-selling, but it's the worst received. It doesn't matter how badly it's received. It made the numbers. It does. Well, it kind of does because in... Like, in hindsight, you will see this and go, man, I wouldn't have bought that if it was going to be this bad. See, I think, so it, it, I think it, it does... Reception does matter, and the reason reception matters isn't for that game so much. It's for yeah. the yeah, next it's for game the next. they make. Yeah. Like, I was going to buy Pokemon Sword and Shield regardless. Like, I... Yeah. I was You're pretty... fucking iffy. filthy you mouth breather. You are part breather. of the problem. I am you entirely filth- part of the problem. Like, you I, goddamn I wanted filthy a Pokemon mouth breather on my Nintendo Switch. I bet you sleep well as well, you fuck. I absolutely do. Well, that makes one of us. 
Yes. But um yeah, so Genshin that's that certainly looks interesting. Yep. Maybe gotcha. What else has it been? Uh Halo two got released on the Master Chief collection for PC. Hmm. I've played like maybe like two hours of that. And I've just been busy with so much other stuff. I don't know how much how many hours I've played of Halo two specifically, because the Master Chief collection itself has fifty six hours on it and that's across Reach one and two. Yeah. Uh you don't get individual numbers. No. Nope. I'm guessing there might be some sort of stat within the game, like if you go looking for your records within the game, but on face value, there's, there's no stat there existing. Yeah. Ah. But so, yeah, yeah I've no, been, having, been having fun with that. Uh, there was that little bug that came out where if you're looking down and someone else is looking down, uh, you can shoot them. That's the... Uh, so there's this weird... So I'll explain the bug. So there's this weird bug in which... Um, people demonstrated they stood in a triangle so three points about equal distance away from each other and they had one person looking up and then two people looking down one of those two people would be firing would fire something like a rocket or a charged up plasma pistol and it would hit the other person looking down without actually being near them or even in their aiming path so the person shooting would be looking at the ground and then fire the weapon at the ground and somehow it would hit the other person looking at the ground. But only what when people are looking at the ground. As intended. Yeah, but it's one of those it's one of those kind of like I don't work in QA, but I had the feeling it's one of those things in which people like the only way you would find that is pure accident. I doubt there's any and any sort of coding or anything that will refer to like, hey, if a player's looking down <laughs> and you shoot the ground. <laughs> if you're looking at ground and the other person is looking at ground, shoot other player. Yeah. And apparently it, like, that's been like one of the most troublesome uh, bugs in the game because people are just fucking getting had without even being aimed at. Yeah. Because it's more of like I'm gonna shoot a rocket at the ground, and the nearest person who's looking at the, looking near the ground as well will get hit. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, but of course, and there's that one time people go, "Haha, I'm just gonna shoot at the ground," and no one else is shooting is looking at the ground. So you just kill yourself with a rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. try a rocket jump. Like, like rocket probably, jumping. Someone tried to rocket jump and they killed someone. <laughs> Wait Whoa. a minute, that's not if supposed I do to this happen. More. Who is this new legend? Absolutely dominating the leaderboards. I haven't aimed at a person since last week. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm already max rank. Mm. So yeah. And so I played like maybe two hours. I played like a couple of matches on multiplayer, uh, which was fun. Uh, getting back into the original SWAT mode. Mm. With uh, the plasma carbines and the battle rifles is so much better than the fucking DMRs. Like, that shit was just fucking... I, I really do not like the DMR in comparison to the battle rifle, even though they functionally are almost the same. There's a, something about the battle rifle that I can't explain. Is, I think it, it may be nostalgia. I think it may be nostalgia. It's nostalgia. Nostalgia's getting to you over the burst. Because, I don't know, the DR, I felt, well, at the same time, I think I talked about it when Halo Ridge came out, I felt the DRM was just fucking piss weak. Like, the absolute, DMR, not the DRM. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, both DRM is botched. Yeah. 
it's already on Skid Row Reloaded. Um, but yeah, the DMR uh, was just piss weak. Like you, could, it would take like seven to eight headshots just to kill someone. With the battle rifle, take about four or five, and then you know, fucking Bob's your uncle. But the DMR just felt like there's less shots, so you'd think the bullets, like obviously with a battle rifle, it's it's a hit scan weapon. I would say. Yeah, it is. Uh, and they and they did come out and say that they nerfed the DMR for PC release. Yeah, because of the accuracy. But yeah. it just that's why like even with the DMR uh in the uh Xbox One version still felt like weak as shit. Mm. And I just sort of held that and it's like when I got back to the battle rifle, it's just that that nice like triple triple round sound and all that sort of stuff just oh man, brings back great memories. But yeah, that's my experience with Halo. We're talking about your experience. What did you get up to in Halo? Oh, I've just been playing through the campaign. Haven't really touched multiplayer. Not uh, I'm gonna hold off on multiplayer until we- Halo Three comes out. Oh yeah, Halo Three. I'm gonna get right back in. What yeah. part are you up to in the campaign? I oh, fuck. What was it? I just killed the Prophet of Regret. Okay, I've I've only just encountered a Scarab, so uh, I, that's how my, that's how far I've been into it. I say a couple of hours, some multiplayer matches here, some campaign there. That's been my go. Mm. But other than that, what else? Um, I'm trying to remember because I rem- there was something else I wanted to talk about, but I can't fucking remember what it is. So you know what? It's not coming back to me. So we'll just take a hard pass on it. All right. How about you, Jaden? How's your week been? Yeah, not bad. I have almost finished Chimera Squad, and by that I mean I need to do one more run through, which I'll probably just do lazily on story mode while I'm doing something else. So you mean like a hundred percent not yeah, finished? Because yeah. I noticed so, you finished it a long time ago, and then I saw there's another it's like Jessica has got this achievement, complete the game on like extremely hard difficulty. I'm like, fuck, he's getting real into it. No, so the only one I've got left is every timeline, which can complete all version of each faction's takedown missions, because depending on the order you do the takedown missions, what order you mm. choose to fight the three gangs factions um, yeah. changes what their final mission, how their final mission plays. Mm. Um, they're mostly the same. There's a few important... There's a few noticeable differences, though. For example, if you did the... Uh, minor spoilers here, but if you did the sacred coil first like you did right alex mm. so you had the first fight outside in the train station with a bunch of mechs and the second area and then the last area was the gate that you need to shut down that summoned a gatekeeper right yes if you do the sacred coil second or third then um depending on whether you do it second or third that will be either the first or the second mission rather than the third and as soon as you enter it, the gatekeeper spawns and then leaves. And you don't fight it in that area. You fight it in the next area. Huh. So essentially just changes there are, the There are just minor, minor changes. Various, and yeah, again, the, um, it also changes which area the boss is in. For example, again, same thing. You don't fight the... I don't remember his name, but the Ronan boss of the Sacred Coil, you don't fight in that area all the time. Okay. Um, so, yes, the last achievement I have to get is finish all of the different ones, and I think it's a total of three run-throughs you have to do. Yeah, because there is done... only three options you get, three factions. 
Yeah, but it's not the three. It's not the three I thought they were because I've actually done three playthroughs and I've played every one, um, in a one, two, and three kind of method. Method. So I think you need to do six playthroughs. Um, no, I actually looked it up after the fact because I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Um, but no, it's actually. So Sacred Coil, you need to do one, two, and three to get theirs. Mm-hmm. But Grey Phoenix, you need to do one and then two, number two twice, and you don't actually have to do them last. And then for the Progeny, you need to do them last twice and first once. Because obviously it depends on which one of the others you've done before them rather than their specific place. Okay. So I've done three run-throughs and it actually didn't work. So I will need to do that again. Yeah, you basically give it a whole run-through. That makes sense, though. Yeah. It gets replayability out of, like, a game which has some... The, like, some, but yeah. not much replayability. What, what yes. gives it replayability? And honestly, the game feels replayable around three or four times. And the reasons for that are... You have eleven agents possible, and only eight. You only get eight of them in a mission. Uh, in a over a campaign, so, so you, if you can't want to play explore, through all the so operators. You need to do at least two runs. Yeah. yeah, each operator has two, has multiple skills that you can choose between. That again, you need to play an operator twice to see all their skills, and then these um, endings. Yeah, you get each ending. I so still haven't beaten really. It, but three two or three playthroughs because realistically i'd say realistically probably two playthroughs the first one just your first one the second one you do things in a different order and you um grab different people and probably play on a higher difficulty as well yeah my people got fucking murked in that impossible playthrough (laughs) so many times Uh, oh yeah i'm all right here oh jesus yeah, that's how it always is, though. It's always yeah, that XCOM. It's like, yeah, I've heard really, really good things about Gears Tactics. On that note, but I <clears throat> am not paying a hundred dollars for Gears Tactics, so nope. I might pick it up on a sale later. Anyway, that was that was kind of just a side point. And you've said good things about Phoenix Point as well, right, Kenny? Yeah, Phoenix. So. That's going to be a part of my week. But yeah, Phoenix Point is actually like... I I was expecting a little... Like, I saw a lot of things about, oh, you know, Phoenix Point tries XCOM but doesn't do it well. But at the same time, there's aspects of Phoenix Point that are like better than XCOM. But I can understand, like... Oh, I'll talk about it when it gets to my week. But yeah, so... Um, XCOM, XCOM's been yours. So yeah, well, I haven't played XCOM in almost a week uh, mm. I did that and like I said I've run through most of it I just need to restart and do one more run which I'll just do on story because meh I've played through the whole game on impossible and I've played done a couple of runs so I don't really care about it anymore so uh, I'll probably just do the last one on story like I said replayability does run out relatively quickly um, but other than that I've been playing a bunch of dragon ball fighters again i actually jumped into the australian 
Dragon Ball Fighters Discord a few days ago, which has been really awesome because there's A, a lot more people on, but B, it means being able to voice chat or even text chat, depending on the person in particular that you're playing against mm. makes a huge difference with learning and they also run weekly online tournaments so i'm probably going to start doing that in a few weeks once i'm allowed to stay up later than 10 o'clock um because you need that you need that sleep schedule you need to get that at least working well honestly it is working at this point because i'm just fucking exhausted um, all the time but, now but no look it's it's great it's getting the sleep cycle together has been great it means instead of going to bed tired at 1am and waking up tired at 11am I'm going to bed tired at 10.30pm and waking up tired at 7 in the morning <laughs> crazy who would have um, thought but I, yeah I've been playing a bunch of Dragon Ball Fighters so nothing's really changed there I've been looking at getting Skullgirls but haven't committed to it, even though it's only fifteen it's like, bucks. Like fifteen. Last time I saw it was like five dollars or two dollars fifty. It's pretty cheap, regardless. Mm. Um, but I've also been playing a bunch of Skyrim. My current run through is around eleven hours on my current character, mm. which is incredible. The game has not crashed. The game once. hasn't. Yeah, the game, has say, the game no hasn't issues, fucked up on you yet. And I am running two hundred and seventy-six plugins. I've modded that game a lot, and it all yeah. works perfectly until it doesn't. You got. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, feel yeah, like... until it doesn't. But every other time I've tried to mod Skyrim and get it to work, it's had multiple issues. Like, uh, and I mean mod-based issues, not just Skyrim-based issues. I'm ignoring those ones. They exist anyway. There's nothing you can do to change them because mm-hmm. Bethesda won't. Um. Yeah, but mo- most of the time, you know, I'll get a few crash to desktops, you know, maybe one every hour, an hour and a half. Uh, I'll get false corruptions on the save, so I need to either restart the game, depending on how it's feeling, I'll either just need to restart the game to be able to relaunch things, or I will need to exit the game and go and clean the save files, or I'll need to reinstall the game, and then I just give up at that point. Um, so normally I have a bunch of issues, but this time I haven't. So that's been great. I've been playing, yeah, that's been great. I've been playing a Khajiit, Khajiit, I don't give a shit. Khajiit. Um. You should, that's you. Yes, I've been playing a Khajiit and. Much better. Actually going intentionally for a. Stealth Archibald, which I mean, yes, still has the if you aim for a headshot, you'll one shot people mostly. Mostly. But the thing is, the counterpoint of Stealth Archers being overpowered is is its counterpoint for me by two things. One, most of my perk points have gone into smithing, sneak, and pickpocketing, and lockpicking. Mm. So you're a stealthy motherfucker. Yeah, but as soon as I shoot someone twice, they find me because part of the mods has made stealth significantly difficult, more difficult, so you can't just shoot someone in the head. They'll turn around for three seconds and go, huh, must have been the wind. No, 
there's actually a lot harder stealth that focuses on things like the lighting of the area you're in and just increases enemy AI and how long and how far they'll search for you. So, mm-hmm. you know, you actually need to think about that. Um, as well as the fact that I'm wearing light armor and my close combat is shit. So when they do find me, I die. In a fucking heartbeat, it's about to say. You got nothing if you're a stealth archer. The only way I manage to survive in those situations is once per day I go alright there's like three people in this room I've scattered the place out and I know no one else is close enough to be called by too much noise so mm-hmm. I turn into a werewolf and kill everyone or three people in that room ah yes the sneaky fucking I'm a cat but really I'm a dog <laughs> yeah, yeah no that's what I meant by stealth archer it's it's not yeah, I, I'm just disguising myself exactly like you said. I'm a furry with a separate that, persona. That just sounds that just sounds really mean. Why would you ever do that? Um, but no, I'm. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun. I role play. I I'm trying to role play the character as you know the Robin Hood kind of goody rogue person, with the slight exception that. See, one of the default quotes that's been coded into the game just when you're walking past someone is, what do you want, cat? So I've made it a point of pride, or a point A point is that if anyone's going to say that to me, I'm pocket, pickpocketing their entire inventory, regardless of whether I want it or not. Just to prove just a point. Just because you can. <laughs> just because you can. It's like, look, if you're going to be mildly racist to me, then I'm going to steal everything you own. It's a fair trade. <laughs> Yeah, but isn't it exactly just calling what it is? What do you want, cat? I mean, yeah, I can sort of see that. Because <laughs> if someone came to me and says, "What do you want, white?" or "What do you want? What do you want, black?" What do you want? Yeah, you can see where the issue could arise. Yeah. Anyway, I've been playing heavily modded Skyrim and Dragon Ball and a bit of Chimera Squad. And like I was saying, the reason I got back into Skyrim was. I found a fun mod called the Combat Gameplay Overhaul. I mean, I've got two or three other combat mods which do different things like AI and stamina and shit. Um, But this one specific one, Mm. uh, combined with the others, effectively makes combat fun because base Skyrim... There's a reason you play a stealth archer, because then you get to sneak around and one-shot people, right? But the other reason you play a stealth archer in base Skyrim is because the combat's Mm. boring, and stealth archer gets to do combat while interacting as little as possible with the combat systems. Yeah, like, the combat's not fantastic, unless you're a mage, in which it's varied up a bit, but... Alright, so, my first ever, and this was base Skyrim on the PS3, I beat the game, this is the only time I've actually beat the main game, was on a mage... They nerfed the mage in a single-player game. That's because it was broken. Real. They oh, had, they had a perk. So there was in, uh, in the destruction tree, you got destruction, uh, novice destruction, destruction jewel casting, and then there was um, impact, which was destruction spells stagger the target. You could chain stagger things as long as you had man- magicka to do so. There wasn't a limit on this, so it worked on dragons. <laughs> I yeah, could dragons should be such pussies up. then. 
use the high elf ability that regenerates like a hundred stamina a second for a minute or something like that. It was something, it was their racial abilities once per day, you get retardedly high magicka regeneration. Mm-hmm. So you can just pop that and just chain stun an elder dragon to death. Or, you know, you're walking into a, into a room of um, enemies. Now, flames or uh, like beam weapons that stay active don't it doesn't work things like fireball which hit an entire room does work Jesus so again Christ. you just walk in and go ah there's a room of people I'm just going to stagger the entire room for five seconds until they're dead so they change that to be right. like a 25 or 50 percent chance Basically, they nerfed Stagger in a single-player game because it was that strong. Yeah, that's a bit rough. Though, like Man, I said, just, I also just, think it's just, fair enough that they did that. No, just let people enjoy things. People let Just let people enjoy Stagger. If you want to, you can mod it back in. Or you can just not play on the newest updated version of the game. Either way. Is that the special edition or just the regular Skyrim edition? That would have been ages ago. Like, we didn't have the expansions back then. The expansions were special out. edition. This was, like, when it came out. Oh, okay. This was, like, this 2012 Skyrim. Jesus. So it's hard to get back into it. Hard to get the thing unless you find the mod for it. Yeah. Because I'm guessing if I just go Skyrim... You can probably find it. That said, because I one of the mods I have Ordinator reworks all the perk trees, Stagger doesn't exist. I think? I do know there are quite a few Stagger things in, um... Quite quite a few Stagger perks in Ordinator. However, basically all of them have the clause doesn't work on massive targets. Dragons, giants, dwarven centurions, etc. So you can't hmm. stunlock them. <laughs> I mean, then again, there are ways around that, but you get the point. Anyway, that's been my week, and and amazingly, it only took me one day, a day and a half, from installing Skyrim to having it all set up and working. A whole day. That seems like a lot. Again, I have two hundred and seventy-five active plugins. Okay, that's a bit rough. And this includes hey. this includes going through the Nexus, downloading all the mods, installing them, sorting them, cleaning them. Jesus Christ! All right, fine. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Nor- normally, it takes me at least three days to set up, and like I said, I had all these other issues. But this time is that it just seems to work. Mm-hmm. Have you nailed down which mods you just don't want to touch because you know they're fucky? Um, basically anything that touches the physics engine, just don't. Or even worse, tries to. So there's there's a few reasons that people try and work, use physics in Skyrim. Mm. I wanted flowing cloaks. Most people want porn. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when, I mean, when you there open is a Nexus, lot of mood mods. When you open the Nexus and the popular mods, you're sitting there going, 
this this is it's, not it's a all safe porn. for work site. <laughs> it, it's all porn. Oh uh, yeah, and uncensored thumbnails and all like they don't give a shit. <laughs> well, they give a slight shit, but you get my point. Just a bit. Um, yeah, there's a lot. You got a next mods right now. Holy shit, the second one. Mm. <laughs> the second, mm, that, that second one point proven so let's get, I'm gonna go to popular of all time so the first one is 2k textures UI new idols hair and there we go there's porn oh yeah five in that's all we need baby yep <laughs> immersive armors right yeah sure like that's mm. I'm actually, yeah, pretty, sure, I'm actually fucking pretty sure that thin. one is proper immersive armors yeah I, I know. I I'm know also pretty sh- pretty sure I have it. I'm not going to check because that'll take a while. Realistic ragdolls and force. That's, um, that's another one. Anyway, yes. Don't touch that one. That one. Playing Skyrim, modding Skyrim, Dragon Ball Fighters. That's mostly been my week. Oh yeah, uh, and cleaning the windows so that the dogs look out of. Holy shit! Mm. That's not covered fun. In dog spit. Let me put it this way. This is the first time we've cleaned the windows, and we've been in here since, I think, January 2018. Ouch. Man, you should clean your windows more often. I mean, yeah. I haven't cleaned my windows. Oh, I've cleaned I mean, my windows a couple of times. There's some windows I've just gone nut not happening. For example, where my computer's set up, there's computer curtain window behind it, and that window leads to the back deck. That window's not getting cleaned. I'm, <laughs> I'm not taking apart this computer setup. I've already Give done it to clean the inside of my room other than the windows. I'm not doing it again to clean the windows that I can't see because there's a curtain in the way. Yeah, but you, spring's come around the corner, man. You can't avoid it. Spring? What? Spring cleaning. Yeah, spring's in like September. Yeah, it's coming just around the corner. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. I keep forgetting that like most of the world has spring at a different time to us yeah we have a our spring is september 1st we're in like mid-autumn at the moment and everyone else is like yeah we're we're already in spring well we're like what is it we're may so we're at the end we're almost in winter we're two weeks and a day from winter Mm mm-hmm and i could fucking feel it holy shit it hurts to exist outside like, I mean, obviously some people get it worse. Like, obviously, like, Canada's living in, like, sub-zero temperatures and shit like that. But I'm still I'm still here, like, going to bed in boxer shorts. And I'm like, man, I should probably put something else on because I can't feel my legs. It's that fucking cold. And Dante's... And my heater ex- kind of exploded. I, I say kind of exploded, but it fizzled. And... But yeah, like it, it fizzled. It's not even a good kind of fizzle because it doesn't just go. Oh, it's off. It started like when you put aluminum foil in a microwave. That like, does not sound like a good thing to do. It doesn't sound like a fizzle, but like it's, hey, hey, it's when what, I did it, we didn't lose the microwave. I burnt, you don't, you I don't burnt lose part the microwave. of my kebab, but you know, other than that, yeah. But like you know, you know when you put like aluminum foil in the microwave and it starts having that plasma lightning effect <laughs> literally setting itself on fire yeah don't do that well no it wasn't it wasn't setting itself on fire it was just like it was having that plasma because it's one of those heaters with like the bars that lot glow up and they and they just started uh, doing yeah, that and just went yeah, yeah. 
and I just fucking rip that power cord right <laughs> out of the power board. I'm like, that, mm-mm, mm-mm. So now, like, <laughs> that seems I have like a, a shitty- safety hazard and a fire that hazard. That shouldn't be that and color. Multiple, multiple other kinds of hazards. So I got a heater from the uh, garage, and it's a digital. It's like a heater with like a, a digital display, and it says it can go up to like. 40 degrees Celsius, but it doesn't get a lick over 21. <laughs> False advertising. Like, it's, it, it reads the current temperature in the room, and I was like, cool. So I was like, I'm like, it's fucking cold in here. It's, it says it's like 9 degrees Celsius. I like crank it up to like 30 or 40, and it's like, all right, we're going up, going up, and like 40 is like the max. Like, 40 is the max thing. So I'm thinking like, maybe 40 degrees celsius because you know heaters can get quite hot but no, it's just is it's 21 magic number your, I, your yeah. heater goes to like 40 degrees fahrenheit it's like five degrees celsius that's all you get yeah but like if that's the max then this ain't <laughs> even a fucking heater so yes that's been your week yeah and yours has been my mm. week has been I'd say quite uneventful. I said I did some Halo Two, a couple of hours of that. I have been um getting into Warhammer games again because I I saw a video. Uh, where, where is the guy? The guy there's a guy. I saw a video, a couple of my news on my um YouTube, and it's a uh, 40k races explained, done by a guy named Bricky. And he does two videos. Um, so he has a whole video that goes for 50 minutes that just explains just the human factions. And then, like, another, like, hour video explaining the uh, the Xeno factions and shit like that. And they're fucking great. They are well-made, great humor, very informative and shit like that. And I'm like, man, I, I really want to get back into... into Warhammer, because like my favorite races are the Necrons and the Tyranids, and the Tyranids are sick. The Tyranids are I basically love- someone saw Alien and Aliens and went, "We're doing it. We're yeah, gonna make like, them they take white it- and put some scales on to avoid copyright infringement." Oh no, they they come in a whole wide of colors, like white, yeah. red, blue, black, all the fucking yeah, yeah. trimmings. Yeah, but white's the default. But like, they basically a Xeno version of the Imperial Guard and then more disgusting because mm. they just overwhelm people with fucking... Numbers. With just mass mass yeah. numbers. And then once the world's... And they have, like, strategic units as well. But once the world's taken, they just melt everything down to a goo, including minerals, and then funnel it up to the mother in which they will... The mother will then take aspects of people's genetic and dna structures to advance their race so it's kind of like Karzig's from league of legends where he takes the best things from his prey and he adds them to himself once to enhance again himself both the Karzig's, both Karzig's and the tyranids have been directly confirmed to be homages to alien yeah and that's the the most hilarious thing that i found out was like like starcraft was meant to be a warhammer game yeah and they couldn't get the licensing for it because games workshop was going through there no game um, workshop gave them was giving them the the licensing but they couldn't come to an agreement Ah. 
and then Blizzard is like, fine, we'll do our own thing. And now, like, well, Blizzard's like, we'll, we'll try and do our own thing. And what? And the fucking Games Workshop was like, fine, we don't need you. And they fucking, oh my god, if Game Workshop just kept pressing Blizzard to do something for them, they'd be huge. Because StarCraft is fucking huge. In Korea. And it's like, everywhere. Well, is mainly so like huge, Korea, yeah. Korea and China. But yeah, well, like, it's still StarCraft. It's like fucking borderline dead here. Oh, it's because there's not really a big RTS scene here anyway. Yeah. I don't even know what big scene of gaming is in Australia. It'll, it would probably be first-person shooters, which is big everywhere, and then MOBAs. Well, there, there just League. isn't a great deal of big scenes in Australia. Like, there's there's CSGO and there's League, but that's more because they're such huge games. Yeah, in general. Yeah, and the other one is um, fighting games. But that's because yeah. that's partially because fighting game fans are fighting game fans, um, yeah. and partially because you only need two players. Exactly. So being it, in the arse end like of nowhere <laughs> is less of an issue. So yeah, um, yeah, go check out Bricky on YouTube. Like he like looking at his channel, these two videos that were made like a month ago are the largest on his channel by far so he's nearly got like a million views on factions explained part one six hundred thousand views on factions explained part two and like his other videos uh like getting like thirty thousand views uh whatever it is he get thirty thousand views uh eight thousand views uh, he did a review for Star Wars, which got like two hundred thousand views. Like, he's changing. Like, looking at his old content, it's all right. But looking at his new content, like, it's just like such a great thing of humor as well. But yeah, like, so I basically get back into Warhammer, but I'm mainly focusing around like things that are Necron and Tyranid stuff. And unfortunately, fortunately, and unfortunately. The only good Necron thing I've experienced is Dark Crusade, Thought of so, War, Forty K, so Dark you, Crusade. Are you meaning uh, physical collection or getting more into just the lore and video games? Um, game and the lore. Like, I mean, looking at a lot of like uh, videos on YouTube about like the lore of Tyranids and the story behind the Necrons and shit like that. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I didn't know the Tyranids literally came from outside their solar system. Yeah. Like, outside yeah. the Old One solar system. They just came out of nowhere. And it's like, the Old Ones made the Orcs and the Elder to fight the Necrons during the War in the Heavens. And it's like, mm-hmm. I like I like the Necrons. The Necrons are, like, pretty cool. They're slow, they fucking carry a big gun, and they swing a big gun at you as well. Which I found hilarious. Like, the intro scene to Dark Crusade is, like, you have this Necrons with spawning and then just beating down fucking space marines with their gun. Not firing them, just hitting them with their gun and just leveling, like, these fucking eight, ten-foot fucking beings with just a swing of their crazy pipe. Like, it's it's hilarious. Yeah, the, but, the um, other reason why canonically the matchup with Necrons and space marines don't really favour the space marines is because the space marines have all this amazing you know they've been genetically modified super soldiers and they've got crazy fucking ceramite concrete armor whatever the fuck um, yeah. 
But the Necron, they're called Gorse Rifles, but I don't believe they work in the same way that... They, they're de- 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 how, how dematerializing they're rifles. Demater- they're, um, yeah, they strip... They strip whatever they hit down on a molecular level. Yeah. So but it, they don't it just like it. it just slowly if you get hit by it, it just slowly bores through its target. Yeah. It's like yeah. um but yeah, like they're explaining like, oh, the Imperial Guards, they have this like like superheated like plasma uh, laser rifle, yeah, beam yeah, rifles last, that last never jet, that never jam, that blow like massive holes in concrete and can blow limbs off. They're the weakest weapon, yeah, in the entire universe. <laughs> it's like yeah, a, a weapon in which can blow off limbs, holes in concrete, and all that sort of stuff. The weakest weapon, yeah. yeah. This is the kind of world we my, live in. My favorite one is how the bolt guns are the default weapon for space marines. And since a lot of people come into 40k and see the space marines, it just feels like the default weapon of the world. That thing mm. is an assault rifle that fires penet- uh, burrowing micro missiles. Yeah, the it's, heavy it's, bolters, and then you have heavy bolters. Remember yeah, the heavy they bolters. They shoot Red Bull can sized. Uh, RPG, yeah, uh, they they're the size of Red Bull cans, and they function like RPGs. They don't actually, not quite. They're yes, they are about that big, but they all are. I don't remember the exact sensors or whatever they use, but effectively, they don't explode on impact. They burrow. They're yeah. all burrowing explosive rounds, and on top of that, every single shell is fucking personally blessed by a chaplain. Yeah. Uh, the guns had to be blessed by the... One of the um, Space Marine chaplains. Adaptus, Adaptus yeah. Mechanicus. Oh, that's right, the Mechanicus. Because how they believe shit works because their gods work through the machines. The so machine like you, spirit. Yeah, the machine spirit. No, and no, no the machine one, spirit actually exists. Yeah, but like you have to pray to it to make sure that your shit works. Yeah, all, all of Because that's what they require. All of their machinery runs through the machine spirit. And there's been stories of, like, you know, in, in the 40K world of literally that, just things working where they shouldn't. Or even a like, tank fucking driving its drivers out of danger. Well, it's like um, in the video Bricky does, it's like, yeah, the Adeptus Mechanicus made this certain unit in which only one person got it to work and they died. So they f- they they fear turning it off. They'll never be able to turn it back on again. So they just keep it running around and around and around forever until they need it, in which they'll just go lasso it and bring it into battle because they don't want to turn it off just in case it just never starts running again. And I can't remember what, what fucking thing it was. I'll, I'll see I if I can find it quickly. I love but- 40k lore. Especially one of the big reasons I like 40k law is a it's been 40k has been going on for like 30 odd years now, like mm-hmm. back when it was originally Rogue Trader in '85 or something. Like there's been 40k law for since forever. But the other reason I really like it is they've just told law and stories and gone. This is how the world is, and this is the history of the world. They haven't gone the space marines or they haven't gone mankind are the good guys 
you know, they uh, they oh, haven't not- even gone that mankind are morally correct or anything like that. They've just gone, this is the world. Humans are one race in the world. That's it. Well, humans, thing, like- humans are absolutely not morally correct because I believe the most things killed by the human race in Warhammer 40k are other humans. It's pronounced acceptable casualties. It's but like no. not even that. It's just some fucking idiot. It's, it's some lunatic with a bolt gun going, that's heresy, and just shooting Dude, it. It's, it's very much... It's very obvious that the Imperial Guard's army system was... One of the main references for that was World War II Russia. Because there are straight yeah. out our commissars and in Dark Crusades specifically. So Dark Crusades is a 40k RP. No. What's the what's the acronym for that kind of game? My brain's not working. A tabletop RPG or whatever they call no, it? No, no, no. The Dark Crusade. What is Dark Crusade? It's a RTS. 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 That's the one. Thank you. Um which actually has a morale system. So if your units get shot at too much, then they lose morale. And when you're out of morale, they lose movement speed and I think and a bunch of attack damage and shit like that. And then specific <laughs> weapons, for example, flamethrowers do heavy morale damage. Um, Imperial Guard Commissars, when they're attached to a unit, have an ability called Execute, which sounds exactly like it is. You kill one of your squad members to replenish all of their morale. Yeah. And that's basically, it is such a strong move as well, especially when you have like a massive group, the morale just dropped, just order an execution and they can just keep going. Especially, and especially since how that game works is you can reinforce squads mid-battle because instead of single units, they're squads a la the Total War series. Except because it's an RTS, it doesn't have the overworld working of something like Total War, so you need to do replenishment in battle and that's exactly like it is you can just buy upgrades from the squad itself and a new unit will pop into existence when it's finished so you can so you can execute someone and then just rebuy it yeah in battle and it only takes a few seconds to get a individual dude so yeah and it's 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 a lot better to sacrifice one unit to keep the other four in the fight and then get that unit back a few seconds you mean 14 yeah the other 14 in the fight Though, you know what my single favorite weapon in 40k is? What's that? The, um... I don't remember what it's called. There's a Malay anti-tank weapon from... Or, the rocket hammer, which is quite literally the ammo of a rocket launcher strapped to a hammer. That's an orc <laughs> anti-tank weapon. I was about to say, that sounds like some orc shit. That sounds like some heresy to me. That's heresy, baby! <laughs> and that's the other thing. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. Orcs are fungi. They're technically you, you know, plants. You know what's weird? What? Fucking orc names. Orc names are fucking weird. What, Dabos? No, no. Dabois. Orcs, orcs will have names that distinguish them inside their own armies. So you might have a guy called, like, Blacktooth Metaljaw or fucking Iron Fist Grimhammer. Mm. And then there's one orc that's just called Big Green. <laughs> yeah, but you know who he is, because as <laughs> as much as much as as much as everyone's a Big Green, he's the Big Green. And no, no one's talking about that time that uh, 
the orc war i think i don't remember which orc war boss it was but one of them uh held the entirety of earth hostage with a weaponized moon <laughs> well from what i heard the orcs are like extremely powerful if it wasn't for the fact they keep killing each other they could get pretty far yeah well li- like i was saying orcs are technically fungi and mm. that's how they reproduce through spores so once orcs land on a planet, it is almost impossible to get them off. There's one story where basically they tyranids they got tyranids onto a planet, or the planet mm. was being a, a, attacked by tyranids, and so some bright imperial spark went, "Hey, there's an invading orc army. Let's bait them over here onto this planet." So they did that, and they both started fighting each other, and then it because they didn't just keep stop. Because orcs are all biomass, so every single one can be fully, you know, can give back to yeah, the host to add to in, these. Uh, in that fight, I would think the orcs tyranids. would win. And the orcs would eventually, and the orcs could just spore up. I mean, yes. Because Tyranid has forces, but it's not unlimited forces. <laughs> it's not unlimited forces. But the thing is, it's but, again, but it it's the same thing. But it is when their food is attacking them. When the... Um, when the orcs start winning, they wipe out the obvious threats. And then they just lose half the army to lictors and poison bombing and psychics. Psychics, yeah. And you need to well, remember, fucking... orc psychics are already unstable, and then when you got the shadow of the warp shit that the Tyranids do passively... Mm. So, yeah, effectively, they both land on the planet, and they're like, ha-ha, we've got this. And then they both sides just kept fighting, getting stronger, and he's like, ah... Uh, guys we fucked well, up the thing like <laughs> i was like kind of kind of saddened to see that there's like only one book in which necrons and tyranids fight and it's not even like necrons fighting tyranids directly it's like necrons are fighting another group of necrons in which tyranids and space marines just happen to be there I'm like, oh man, I would love to see a fight between the Necrons and Tyranids because the Necrons are like completely synthetic. Like they're metals and shit. So the Tyr- the Tyranids are gonna have a hard time using them for biomass when they have none. But at the same time, Necrons do not have large forces where the Tyranids do. And it's like the Tyranids have been beaten before by I think Ultramarines a group of Ultramarines yeah. even though it like decimated like absolutely decimated their population they won yeah because the fucking the Ultra Smurfs will always win yeah apparently they're a little bit too overpowered yep but no my favourite my favourite faction in Warhammer 40k is the Black Templars the Black Templar Space Marine chapter what they do again? They are the non they are non-codex compliant chapter of Space Marines that believe the only way to fight a battle is in melee. So no pity, f- no remorse, no fear. Yeah, no fear, no respite. What is the quote? The Inquisitioners have a quote. Anyway, um, let's move on to the news before this goes for four hours. Yeah, yeah. I've got to find this quote first because it's fucking. Uh, it's 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 like 
because Inquisitors are like higher up in order than regular Space Marines. Um, they they are. Uh, that depends. Like the the Black Templars interaction with the Inquisitors is is probably my favorite. Because either what's the, that? the either the Inquisitor shows up to the Black Templar and then returns saying nothing is wrong, or they don't. <laughs> Okay, so you want to hear the the Inquisitor's fucking creed, their motto? Mm. Innocence proves nothing. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Innocence proves nothing. It's like, yeah, they can just exterminate us a planet on a whim. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fucked. It's like, if they just deem a planet, you know, too resource heavy to fucking recover, they just fucking nuke that planet yeah. planet's gone unhabitable but yeah, yeah innocence proves nothing yeah uh, the um the black templars war cry is no pity no mor- no remorse no fear yeah that's what i was saying before it's just like okay they're, they're fucking yeah. rough the, the, yeah, uh, by the uh, they, call, they don't have like a chapter master it's uh, the high marshal of the black templars is his quote is the Ch- galaxy <laughs> is the emperor's and anyone or anything who challenges that claim is an enemy who must be destroyed. I just like how he just called them the Black Templars. Templars. <laughs> the Black Templars. The anyway, Black Templars. So that's been my week. Um, oh, actually, quick note. I'll go for a quick minute. Um, Phoenix Point. Re- I'm really enjoying it. It is... Uh, it's basically an XCOM game made by ga- guys from the XCOM series. Uh, it feels more of a Xenonauts cross XCOM game than an actual uh, XCOM game fully. But its battle system is quite unique in which with XCOM, you have to, when you like, for example, the Overwatch system in Phoenix Point is you select an area to Overwatch. Anything walks in that area, you kill rather than just going on Overwatch in general and anything that moves around you gets shot at. Also, they have the Valkyria Chronicles aiming system in which uh, you can either take a shot at an enemy with just the the percentages given you or you can aim at the enemy in a specific spot to either disable an ability or to cause bleeding. Like, enemies have, like, certain abilities. Like, one of them would be, I don't know, like a poison mist. And if you shoot... I know whatever part of the body the poison mist comes out of, you will disable that ability, which I thought was pretty cool. But everything, uh, XCOM is obviously like a much bigger budget sort of thing. But I do prefer the story of Phoenix Point over XCOM, in which Phoenix Point is like, oh, there is this alien kind of virus that got onto Earth. Um, it was, it's an alien virus that got stuck in permafrost and when the permafrost melted the alien virus the alien virus released i think it's called the pandora virus in which fucking it would just mutate people into like crustacean like alien beings like think of the thing if it I was, was about fo- to say this is sounding a lot like the thing <laughs> yeah think of like the thing if all the a- if that if all the aliens were humans that got stuck in like that drowned in water and came out of the sea. Like, they are pretty fucked up, but it's also kind of cool. It also has a faction system, 
in which there is three factions, and I'm going to let you guess which faction I joined. So there's uh, New Jericho, in which it's like, fucking kill all aliens. Um, we don't like aliens. We don't like anything from aliens and all the DNA. Just kill them all. Uh, there's another faction uh, in which it's like, hey, look, we don't like the aliens either, but we can find uh, beneficiaries in their genetics and DNA structure that will advance humans. Mm. And then there are the uh, there's the fucking third faction. It's like we love <laughs> these fucking aliens. The like, alien sympathizers. The alien sympathizers. And it's like we love them. Fucking love them. Can't get enough. We want. We found this farm with this fucking that uh, this alien fucking corpse is growing like mutated apples from can you get us those apples because we would like to eat them like kind of thing so obviously i signed up with new jericho fuck aliens fuck them all they come to my plate a fucking and everyone's just like man can you just do this like questionable moral thing for us <laughs> like hey can you just get us these apples which have like obviously the mutation we want to we want to eat them we want to study them or it's like maybe maybe we need this sort of bioengineer to have like a fucking a rail cannon be made out of our flesh and bone i'm like no <laughs> none of that shit fucking died of fire like none of it so new any single chance i get to fuck over the other factions <laughs> you take it, it, it I will take it with a fucking heartbeat. Some guy's like, hey, man, don't you know New Jericho is bad? Like, they're coming to kill the aliens in a war we're not going to win, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, it's like, you could either go, hey, man, yeah, I understand, but I'm with New Jericho. Or you could be like, I'm going to report you to New Jericho. They're yeah. going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and it's you just sound like, like an alien synthesizer. Yeah, an alien synthesizer. I, I got to report this to New Jericho, man. Like I am the I am the New Jericho snitch. That, like, that sounds that sounds a lot like heresy. I am the New Jericho got. I am the New Jericho's best snitch. People will just <laughs> tell me shit, and my first and only reaction will be, "I'm gonna let New Jericho know about this, and I'm gonna bring them to you, <laughs> and they're gonna have words." So, yeah, New Jericho is the way to go. In most games like that, I tend to take... I tend to take more of a middle path. Or, or my my general philosophy would, would more be acceptance with a really big gun. Like, for example, XCOM. If I was in charge, Chimera Squad would be... Um, entirely human. No, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> would be entirely possible. Because... I'd be totally up for accepting other races and things. You go, yep, all right, you're cool, come on. But still have a very military backup because... No, man, I'm all about that purity first. Purity first, please. New Jericho all the way. Well, it, you know... Well, that sounds like fucking... That that sounds like heresy talk to me, Jade. Yep. Wait till New Jericho hears about this. Yeah, but uh, I'd but expect yeah. that from you. You've, like, one of your favourite shows is JoJo, and the best character from the show from that show is a straight-out Nazi. So, you know. It was, yeah, I didn't... I want... I want to... <laughs> I want the records to show 
that I did not say this and that Jaden is the one who said the best character from the show was a Nazi. Hey, I said right? one of. I want of. the records to show. I said one I just- of and... <laughs> Secondly, Stroheim is actually unarguably one of the best, better developed characters he is. in the game. He's lovely. <laughs> but yeah, Shut, whatever. But yeah, that's been my week. So now that I've got some time left, uh, we can get straight to the news. To which um, I guess we will just put a couple of these news things on hold or just briefly mention them. Uh, so. Uh, First, I want to talk about a little joke one, a little joke one. So, I want you guys to put on your travel caps, all right? Si- fasten them safely. We're going to travel back to 2011. Oh, yes. That was the release of <laughs> Persona 2, was it? No, it was certainly not. I think Persona 3 was out by then. I don't know. I don't play those games. The only but, reason uh, I own Persona 5 is because you made me get it, and I haven't turned on my PlayStation since. Alright, well, at least you've got it now. But yeah, uh, Persona 2 came out in 1999. Uh, but a person wrote a uh, guide for Persona 2 back in 2011. And all of a sudden, he came out with an update nine years later. Not an update to the guide, but an update to his opinion of the guide. To which... He has come out saying, hey, look, I've been trying to get this removed from the GameFAQs site, um, but they're not removing it. Like, not them personally. It's just something about the whole system that works. Hopefully someone can remove it. But I am a born-again Christian. And Persona is so not, not with God. Persona is so definitely, like, against God it's just I just can't have this not on my conscience so it came up with like an update basically saying like hey my um, like complaints about the games it glorifies demons and evil spirits promotes witchcraft and tarot stuff and uh, all of this is blasphemous and the all against the almighty god Jesus so uh, he's been trying to get the permission taken down and he's like so he came up with this update he, even some fucking biblical references and stuff like that but it just baffles me because he comes out saying, I've, I've come out as a born-again Christian and I I want this gone. I want this shit gone. And the best quote uh, of this entire fucking thing is he's dot point number one, who is the most powerful demon persona in Shin Megami Tensei? The devil Satan, not Lucifer. That's not really a name for the devil. Only has what authority Jesus given to him. In other words, the devil the devil is a wimp. <laughs> At the end of time, the devil and all the fallen angels are all wicked humans will permanently be destroyed, gone. No sin will be in the kingdom. Contrary to popular contrary to popular belief, dying is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he I was on board until then. What? He signs <laughs> off he signs off that dot point with contrary to popular belief dying is not cool so one apparently a lot of people because it's a popular belief think that dying is cool I mean like if you're in Persona 3 then yeah but this is Persona 2 this is a little different this was before fucking 
shooting yourself in the head to some persona was rad tad and all that jazz but he, he goes on saying like oh pardon me that you know i wrote this thing and i was a big fan of the series but now that i'm a born again christian it fuck goes against this my series belief, so i cannot uh well what did he say he said something straight out like i wish both both persona 2 as a game and this review didn't exist yeah, I wish I'd only known the curse on this game and many others like it. There were hundreds of millions of Christians while I was playing these games. There must have been a bunch of fakes because I never heard a single warning. Well, consider yourself informed and don't believe the warning. Then, If you don't believe the warning, then believe in the consequences. There's really a curse for disobedience. I pray more people will wake up to the reality of the evil within the world and stop supporting it. Um, where is it? Yeah, is that one is like, oh, man. Da-da-da. No, I can't find it. Where did it go? There was there was a quote basically saying, like, man, I just wish I did not play this game. But yeah, so for some reason came out nine years later saying, hey, I'm trying to get this removed. At the same time, like, who's got to fucking care if it gets removed or if it stays up? I can guarantee you there's been proper guides run, written by Bradley Games about no, Persona 2 that I've checked go. out myself. Right, the original pow- paragraph. Years after originally writing and posting this guide, I now take moral offence at this game and would prefer that neither this guide nor the game exist. The only reason Damn. I have not removed the guide is they submitted it under contract that it would be allowed to stay on the game FAQ's site. Yeah. So that's, uh... That's fucking hilarious. But do you know what else is not hilarious? To do Manti cheat no being broke and do you know what that is not fun yes and do you know what's gonna send you broke what the returning of the game the culling i just took a look at that and yeah (sighs) fuck that for a joke i didn't look you put on you you put out the article going hey this is one of the things we'll be covering and i straight i didn't read it because i'm like i've already seen three videos on this subject (laughs) i saw i saw the video this morning and i'm just like oh man that's retarded but oh yeah and then every time but, you thought about it it just got worse i was like but how could you it doesn't make any sense so long story short there was a game called the culling which came out before PUBG and all that sort of stuff it was a battle royale game but it a was... more sports sports centered battle royale game more than anything and from what i heard uh, it was average it wasn't bad yeah, it, but it, it wasn't great it, wasn't, it was just average yeah yeah and uh, the developers stopped supporting the game like two months after its release. So, like, the culling was essentially dead in the water, and he stopped supporting it because he was making a sequel for the culling. Now, to which the culling two, from what I heard, effectively was a shitty PUBG clone. It lost everything that made yes. the culling original, and just did everything that everything PUBG did except worse including worsely optimized so it ran worse despite being worse so apparently um, when the culling tools release like a week after release they had about two active users per 24 hours it was so Jesus. poorly received that it was effectively unreleased it was removed from all storefronts yeah well like a month afterwards they said we're closing down servers we're closing down the game. We can't support it financially, which makes sense because no one's playing your shitty game. 
But then, but then the creators basically come out saying, "Hey, look, we're re-releasing the Culling One." You you guys wanted it back by popular demand. Uh. It's, it's uh, someone someone demand. asked for it we got we've got a message about someone asking for it so back by popular demand the culling origins edition is coming to the xbox one may 14th and you guys will get one free game a day and then you guys will get to enjoy the the original culling as it was and everyone's just like wait wait, what wait what one free game a day and you guys will enjoy it you guys will you guys will people who play the original culling are gonna love it it's only like ten dollars on the store you guys gonna love it and it was like but what what do you mean one free game a day it's like yeah when you buy the game you get one free token per day and then you you can only play a game by spending play a match by spending a token and you get a free token once per day and then you win by winning a match and other than that you can um, buy tokens in our microtransaction store, which I think went uh, to about twenty cents US on average. I think so. About a dollar here. I think for like ten tokens, not that bad. It was like three dollars. I think ten tokens was three dollars American, but like it was like the fact that he's gone. Hey, look, like you have to buy the game as cheap as it may be of like $10, you still have to buy it. And then we're going to restrict how much you can play it depending on how much you spend with us. So you can either get a pass, which is like, I think $18 a month. And you can play as many games as you want, or you can buy tokens and play games that way. To which I'm just like, that is fucking abysmal. Like, you can't just go, hey, look, guys, uh, we're going to have the play system on a token-based, like, level in which, like, hey, if you die within the first five seconds, a fucking, uh, that's a token. Jesus, all right. I just imagine if you get your one free game, you just test it out, you die within the first, like, minute, you barely get a gun. Like, you know how people fucking drop, like, fucking, like, bugs when, like, they first start and land in a popular area? Yeah, you mean you mean like how like I play oh, fuck the Call of Duty uh, Warzone Battle Royale Warzone yeah Warzone yeah but the only reason I do that is because I drop with a gun mm. so as soon as I drop I'm just yeah, like all right let's start knocking people off the list you do the plunder game mode so everyone's dropping in with a gun it's like well time to time to die or get kills yeah there's and no way that back. ain't happening but yeah it's like so they're having a game by game system or you can either buy a pass per month to play their shitty game so considering how unlikely it is that's going to be bought right and i think it was pretty obvious that it was unlikely that was going to be bought right such an egregious thing Mm -hmm. now someone suggested and i think this actually kind of makes sense is that this could be used as a system for money laundering (sighs) it's possible who else would buy the tokens? And it is a technical transaction. So if you just get, use the money laundering to get tokens and then play it through their game, but then fucking, oh man. There's, it's, it's just follow the money. Just follow the money. Yeah, follow the money. Now, I don't know enough about any of that, but the bit I do know, it makes sense. 
It's, it's fucking podcast does. title. Jaden believes that culling is used for money laundering. Fact. <laughs> believes fact. <laughs> oh, well, fact. I mean, it's it technically true. It's a fact it. that I believe it. Well, I'm not. I'm not even sure I believe it. It's just something I heard, and I can see the possibility. Yeah, I, as I, I can completely agree with that because this feels so fucking outrageous, and yet the aspect of it being for money laundering is makes more logical sense than the the, the creators thinking people will buy tokens to play their game. Yeah. I mean, like, the only reason, like, MMORPGs get away with, like, having subscription-based services is because they provide plenty of variable content, where this is just a shitty fucking, like, a shitty Battle Royale game that came as coming out way too late in a system in which people are playing, like, free Battle Royale games that are infinitely better and this guy expects like i understand it's like we need to keep you know to keep servers up they cost money it's like cool but there has to be a better monetary aspect to this than charging people to play your game after they bought it it's like mm-hmm. at, as i said mmorpg has a like a wide varying set of combat to which like well not combat but like things you can do like WoW and Final Fantasy fourteen, all that stuff. They have a lot. They have so much shit you can do. Like the t- the time you spent, like for Final Fantasy fourteen, a month is like fifteen bucks mm. for a month. And I can put like easily hundreds of hours into that, and like probably not even do the same thing twice. But you still have like your grinding and shit like that. That makes sense. And like I item farming, that makes sense. But there's so much extra content to do instead of playing this like the same fucking like game over and over and over again same rule set same thing it's like playing counter-strike but ddust 2 and then having to charge people to play the map each time they play it like it's ridiculous yeah, and everyone it's, knows it's yeah. ridiculous everyone knows it's ridiculous and i'm sitting here just going like I, I just don't... I honestly don't understand. I, I want to be a fly on the wall in that fucking meeting where they thought this was a good idea. Like, I want to be a fly on the wall for that. I just want to be there just enjoying the shit show of them going, like, someone had to be high and the other person had to be a yes man. Even like, that... Or, like I said, they were intentionally being exploitative in some way. Yeah, that or money laundering. It's it's straight. It's, you're, here's what, here's you're what sitting, they say. All you're sitting in on is a discussion of how can we launder money. Here's what this thing. Uh, Xaviant, or Xaviant, the culling is back. TLDR, servers live Monday, uh, Thursday, May 14th. Xbox One now, PC later. Big performance enhancements. Not free to play, but if you ever played it, you have it. $5.99 American on Xbox Store if you've never played it. One free online match per day. Additional token available options. Let's have a look at the fucking response here. So... Mostly negative. We know that much. So the ratio... So the ratioing... You guys know what the ratioing on Twitter is? Uh, Uh, no. Nope. 
So basically, there's a ratioing. You have likes and comments. So if there is more likes than comments, then it is generally like favorable looked but like it is generally liked if you have more comments than likes it is hated well that's the case with most things that don't have a dislike right because yes if there's likes and dislikes you can look at the numbers but if there's only likes you need to go well anyone who dislikes it will need to either put down a comment saying they don't or voice their frustration to voice their frustrations (laughs) or but yeah, it just has walk past it. 262 so, likes and 1.4k comments. Yes, something like that. Not makes to it mention, like, obvious. where's the fucking You have tra- a lot of interaction tra- and not a lot of positive interaction. Uh, the culling origins. Let's have a look. I bet you they have a trailer. Wow. Wow. It has a. The culling is back. Developer Diary, which announces the culling origins, has a 2% uh, approval rating. That's... 563 likes, 27,000 dislikes. Like, like, oh my god. And the the launch trailer has a 5% approval rating. People looking at the game... Are getting massive like dislike shit happening to that channel. Um, yeah, like I'm looking here. Just I just write the current origins. Uh, anyone reporting about how fucking terrible the mess is is getting high approval. <laughs> where anything just looking at the game, first game, the Culling 2020 gets 67% approval. Culling is back, 2% approval. Culling announcement trailer, 5% approval. Like it's just oh my god. It's it's a fucking minefield of just... Sh- I, I just don't understand. I don't understand how, how someone could be so stupid and so vocal. You'd be surprised. <laughs> That's true. But yes, the culling is a fucking crazy joke. But, oh well, we'll see how that goes. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was announced with a gameplay trailer that can play, com- that contained zero gameplay... Ah, uh, yes. Gameplay They trailer. released two trailers. <laughs> they released two trailers. One was a cinematic trailer for its announcement, and the other was a four-minute like a four minute gameplay trailer, which was just all CG cutscene shit. None of it yeah. was actual gunplay, gameplay. There w- and, yeah, there was no gameplay in the gameplay trailer. And... I put this in here because I just want to. I want to vocal my the part where I literally was like almost in tears with laughter. Is mm-hmm. like we all know how Vikings are, right? Yeah. They they they're very destructive. Rape, very, murder, pillage. Rape, murder, pillage. Right. Yeah. So the very first scene we have of these uh, Vikings is that they're just completely murdering and pillaging a village. Yeah. So that seems pretty standard, yeah? Yeah. Nen. Whole bunch of women and children run on past. And oh, the Vikings that's, stop. Yeah, that, the Vikings that piece stop. Of shit right there. The Vikings stop and it's just like Go on, get out of here, women and children. 
went up, monsters. When you know full well that Vikings would have fucked them up without a second thought. Yeah. Full, like, this is how the Vikings were. This is like, I got the feelings I've one or two things. One, it's, they it's didn't want Ubisoft. backlash. Yeah, it, it's 100% Ubisoft trying to avoid backlash by misrepresenting what the Vikings were. Because the whole point of going on Viking, which is what... There weren't Vikings. The, Sca- the Scandinavian or, like, the Nordic people, they, they went, went on a thing on called a Viking. Viking. Yeah, on a Viking. And the whole point of a Viking was to go out, it was to fight, it was to rape, it was to steal, and it was to bring back slaves. That was the entire point of a Viking. And you didn't go on it if you were rich. You <laughs> went on it if you were poor. Because you joined someone else who was rich who went on Viking. And then he would give you the shit you need to go on Viking with. The Old Norse phase for a Viking, meaning to go on an expedition, is understood to mean something closer to piracy and robbery than legitimate trade. Yes. Yeah, but don't forget, there is also a diplomacy options and a political talk option in, in Valhalla, where you as Vikings don't have to fight at all. You just you can just uh, talk your way to diplomacy. Yeah, no, Vikings never talked. The only thing Vikings did was look at the place they were going to rob blind from their ship, and if they spotted one person with a sword, they'd be like, yeah, no thanks, we're moving on to the next one. They're, the Vikings were chicken shit cowards, especially because Vikings came about like near the end of the Roman Empire, so a lot of legionaries were making their way up north to look for work. So as soon as they spot some guy in fucking red armor, they'd be like, yeah, we're moving on. <laughs> you, you know what? Maybe there's easier pickings, not where the army is. No, not even an army. They just spot one dude and then they fuck Do you know off. what the easiest picking is? Women and children. Yep. <laughs> and so like, I, I like, I'm sitting here, it's like, okay, this is this is quite Vikings. And, what, and how they do the trailers, they have... Um, someone like a voiceover basically saying how savage viking people are and how reckless they are and that they just rape kill and pillage and this trailer's trying to humanize the fuck out of them like, trying yeah, to make like, the vikings were bad people mixed messages, the vikings my guy. Had... and i'm yeah. sitting there going like yes they were what? like the vikings were the most fucking ruthless like lowest of the low out there they fucking yeah, pe- rape pillage and stole from the easiest the people romans, people give the romans a bad rap for fucking rape pillage and stealing when they fucking barely did any of that like it was a rule of the roman army that you were not allowed to have sex while you were on while you were on campaign yeah you but that's where things like dante's inferno that ea game kind of ruined that uh, that wasn't yeah. the roman army that was the crusades I thought that was the uh, no, Roman Catholics. Rome, Rome was long... De- Roman Catholics is different from the Roman Empire. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Vastly, vastly different. I am yeah, wrong. Like, but yeah, but like that, yeah. that trailer, I was just... like I was like laughing and it, it, to the point almost tears. When I just see like... They, they are being savages, yeah. And then they see women and children and they're like... Nah, you go go on. Go on. Get out of here. We don't want to hurt you. And I just went... What?! And then just started laughing. It was just... And and then you see them in a field, you know, like literally almost Mayfair dancing. Yeah. With kids. I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah, I, I kind of got the... Yeah, Vi- Viking is only something that happened during the winter because at all other times they were farmers. 
And I was sitting there, it's like, oh my god, this is fucking. I I can't wait to see actual gameplay because I want to see how they they fuck up Vikings even even more. And it's like, man, you can just talk your way through shit. And it's like, like, I can I can disbelieve like the Vikings having a fucking a uh, switchblade stuffed in their co- in their fucking cuffs. Like it's Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but if they're trying to go for like some aspect of historical accuracy in which they oh, they yeah, pretty much the, did the they're pretty minute, much aiming at the for two it. minute and fucking one yeah at the two minute and one second mark when that dude gets run through with a spear and just like keeps going mm-hmm. dead that, that that's dead you, yeah. you do you die on the spot you don't keep going it's coming through the other side no but odin's with us odin see I actually haven't seen any of the shit about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. From what there, there is literally heard, not a lot. Yeah, there, yeah, it's it's all trash. It's the, all trailer is trash. It's trailer it's trash. All, it's all trailer. Yeah. Though. Mm. Oh yeah, if, like that scene there. What fucking I've, Mr. If Axe what has I've heard death. is true, which again, who fucking knows? Because the gameplay trailer had no gameplay in it. Um. But it sounds like they were looking at changing things up in their gameplay so i'll probably have a look at it to see if it looks interesting and then put it on the side along with the three million other games that i'm going to look at and then buy later if i think i like it Uh, but again a combination of a bunch of different things is why i generally don't buy things on release (laughs) with a few exceptions for example i bought chimera squad on release it was also released half price from a yeah. company and a series I know I like. So... And you know you trust. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the game was a fair bit buggy, but they they will eventually iron that shit out, as they yeah. always have. But yeah, like, they, they're generally good. But yeah, so that's a... Yeah. Valhalla. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Looking, looking like a great big pile of bullshit. Well, we've got no so idea, we'll go honestly. And- well, because well, they haven't to... showed us anything, so there's nothing they can throw yeah, exactly. up here to defend that it's a fucking great big pile of bullshit. It was some guy painting it. Yeah. He's painting his couple of Vikings, and it's like, Valhalla. And it's like, Assassin's Creed. And I was like, <gasps> I'm so tired. <laughs> so yeah, uh, moving on to... We'll do this one. We'll do two more, which one will be the Doom Eternal... Uh, anti-cheat system to which I have arguments for and against I do understand some people uh, being annoyed with this and it is their like their I was about to say their internal right to uh, get a refund at the same time I feel like a lot of people are also jumping down the throat without actually looking into it oh agreed a bunch of people will be going way too hard and on, holy shit that's awful without thinking about it on the flip side kernel level software is not something that should be in an anti-cheat period well that's also, the thing it's it's been used in multiple anti-cheats for a while now like way before the fiasco like the only fiasco of this ever coming up was valorant because they were the first people to go we're going to have it installed when you boot up and it's going to constantly run with or without the game 
where every other kernel kernel level um, anti cheat has only been if it if used it truly, during the if game. If it truly is a ring zero system, mm-hmm. which is what a kernel system is, then it boots up with the system. It could be dormant for that whole time, but kernel systems boot up with the system as a general rule. Also, the issue isn't the system. The issue is it creates a security breach because as soon as someone figures out how to crack it... Yes. That, that's that, that's the thing. That, and it will happen eventually. I don't, I don't know how long, but it will eventually happen. Um, for example, Street Fighter V had a kernel-level part that basically increased the properties of one of its executables to allow it to to uh, increase increase its access to do something. I don't know exactly what that was. Someone reverse engineered that and hacked Street Fighter V through that because they found the kernel file and then re-engineered it so it would run any... so it would work on any code rather than just the one specific one he'd done. And after that, once they figured it out and found out that it happened... Um, Capcom reverted Street Fighter V back to an earlier version. Yeah, and right, there's been but, other um, cases. Now here's here's, here's where I would Sony, argue against. So, something where in I'd... Sony. Uh, I'll just cover this one as well quickly. There was a <laughs> class action lawsuit which Sony lost because they used. An employee used the kernel software that was in one of their games to use other people's computers to Bitcoin mine. Mm. That I can understand, but at the same time... So, once again, the problem isn't the fact that the anti-cheat's doing it. No, sorry, the problem is the fact that the anti-cheat's doing it. The issue isn't what the developers are doing with it, it's what other people can do with it once they figure it out, and they will figure it out eventually. Now, here's where I would argue against for its security. Kernel-level anti-cheat has been in games for almost decades. And, like, in very rare instances in which a anti-cheat has been tampered with by the company for, their, for some specific use, like you said with Street Fighter V... That's the only time it's been recorded broken. Any game that uses easy anti-cheat or battle eye uses kernel level anti-cheat systems. And this includes like some of the big names are your Fortnite, Apex Legends, Rainbow Six, this is uh, true. H1Z1, DayZ, Dead by Daylight, For Honor. Anything that uses easy anti-cheat or battle eye, which is a like a long laundry list even like dragon ball fighter z uses a kernel level anti-cheat it uses easy anti-cheat yeah Mm. and these haven't been like these have not been cracked or destroyed or, or create a security issue that being said things that have been tampered with like i said was a street fighter and Valorant tampering with their easy anti-cheats or their anti-cheat system has created security flaws in which they can be accessed. Mm. So it's not perfect. It's just the 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 cheat system we have now um, 
even though Alex absolutely hates easy anti-cheat. I despise easy anti-cheat. But not because you, you don't, yeah, you don't despise it because of its security. You despise it how it reacts to its games. Yeah. Which so, is perfectly understandable. Yeah. But like, your like, games, like, popular for those, games. For those, for those people who don't know, easy anti-cheat uh, for a couple of games, well, I know specifically for, um, was it, Battlefleet Gothic Armada 2, when it, whenever that game runs easy anti-cheat, I need to verify uh, my installation files in order to run that game. And the reason because easy anti-cheat that, won't let the game run. The reason for that is... I believe, and I don't know if this is Alex specifically or not, but for him, effectively, he plays Dragon Ball Fighters and um, Battlefleet Gothic was the other one. Yeah, Battlefleet Gothic, Gothic. Yeah. and um, there's a there's a there's a. I'm looking at a long list like Halo. There are a few uses games it. that he he plays with that. Yeah. and for no, some no, reason no, it seems to be it seems to be Battlefleet Gothic specifically, but. If Easy Anti Cheat had been accessed by one of the other games on his computer, it seems that Battlefleet Gothic would, res- would register that it's not in the proper location or it's been tampered with because it's been used by another software and just not run. Yeah, mm. that was that was the short version of the on... Mary, Mary you got right. No, that was that was when I loaded up. If I went to play Dragon Ball after Battlefleet Gothic Armada and I didn't verify the integrity of the game cache it would recognize I, the other then, one as a yeah, cheat it would recognize itself as a as a uh, cheat and that's so, the error it would spit up Battlefleet so Gothic Armada would not run a second time because it would uh, recognize I don't know what it would do but I had to verify the integrity of the game cache of Battlefleet Gothic Armada to load it up a second time. Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker also uses easy anti-cheat. And in order to do, in order to access that game, I need to disable cryptographic services on my Windows 10. So easy anti-cheat doesn't cause shit with that. And I looked up what cryptographic services is. It is Windows 10's own antivirus software. <laughs> so I need to disable my antivirus so anti-cheat works so yeah like that's my that's argument that's why I hate anti-cheat that's my argument for um, no. this anti-cheat thing my argument against it is it's de nouveau yeah so, so there are two things easy about an- this easy anti-cheat and battle eye are two known anti-cheat systems that use kernel level anti-cheats that work de nouveau has only just put its foot in the door with this shit not only that, it has been proven, and when I say proven, I don't mean stories, I mean side-by-side comparisons, it has been proven that de novo slows down games. Yes. Just frame rate drops. Now, the most noticeable that was de novo anti-tamper. This is different to the anti-cheat. This was just to make it difficult to crack the game, effectively. It came with launch. <laughs> Doom Eternal yeah. had an EXE without ta- anti-tamper. Yeah. in the files so as soon as anyone downloaded it they could just go into the files and run that so it got cracked day yeah. one by the people who released it like that yes. but the point was 100%. people ran it and people ran both versions and went wait a minute Denuvo anti-tamp has been significantly slowing the game down and we and know that fact. from Denuvo this is just that's 100%. fact and so it's obviously unoptimized or there's some fucking issues somewhere now Denuvo mm anti-kernel and there's again been multiple reported cases of as soon and this has happened with a couple of older anti-cheats as well 
um, again, kernel level, that since installing, uh, what was it? Since uh, installing the update for Doom, Doom Eternal that had the Denuvo anti-cheat is not only the game running slower, but the game crashing, blue screening computers, some serious like, issues. Like now, I'm having the, the minor issue, reason, issue of... Mm. The other reason I have a serious issue with this. Firstly, this is a patch. It's kind of in the patch note. It, well, it is in the patch notes, but it it's, it's not it's, a I'm actually surprised, no notice but... to tell you that this has been... No, like, there there's is. no pop-up note. No, like, Windows if you read the patch notes, you, it's, uh, it's... It's in the patch notes. If you read... Yeah, it's which like... a bunch of people don't read. I'm surprised how transparent they're actually been no with this situation. But there's no pop-up notice or anything like that. Windows gives you a pop-up notice going, hey, you're installing something at kernel level, effectively. There is... But... Not everyone has that enabled. Hmm. But yeah, like, obviously, the, like, the news has come far is, and wide. Like we've said, Denuvo is fairly sketchy. Yeah. But also, how long's Doom Eternal been out, right? See, I think like two, three months. Wait, it'd be March, Sounds April, right. May. No, two months. Two months. <clears throat> so. It's basically their first or their second big patch that they've put this out. So, I personally have my doubts on the fact that this was fully um, fully built since after launch to be added. I suspect they were working on it beforehand. That's me talking and I have no proof of that statement. But... Well, that's, to- that is the issue people are running into. People are asking for refunds for Doom Eternal because they don't want this. But of course, and it's past the automated exactly. Steam, which is another Steam. thing that's really fucking sketchy. Um, another thing is that they've straight out said, yeah, we're not only doing this for, for multiplayer, we're doing this to protect our store so people can't cheat in microtransactions. Like, they they pretty blatantly said that, actually. I don't... I don't Doom doesn't have microtransactions there's the twitch tri- prime drops which are effectively oh yeah the same but that's thing. that's twitch that's within twitch though but it's effectively the same thing because they've done a few different twitch prime runs in a way they've thing too, which is the unicorn thing to mm. and yes but yes they're not in the game but they've, they they have yeah. said the uh quote unquote additions like that to single player it was mm. also intended as part of the single player. Um, that said, I've also seen a few things going. Um, it'd be pretty possible to get a refund despite your hours in a few cases if you actually made a support ticket. Um, there was one case, well, not one case, one specific forum post which got quite popular, which was effectively a two or three paragraph write up. That, that was a default write-up for going, if you want a refund, use this as a base. Um, mm. If you live in the EU, because it's effectively going, these are how this game breaks the laws, breaks uh, EU consumer laws by adding this, uh, as well as a notice of going, 
if it's within six months of purchase, then burden of proof is reversed and any claims by the consumer is assumed to be true unless the other party can Can prove otherwise. Um, Which, of course, they wouldn't be able to because until they did the patch, no one knew this was going to be on there. Exactly. It's kind of like adding in microtransactions after the fact to get past the rating. Yeah, which which is exactly what other games have done. Like, I think, was it Battlefront 2? The newer Battlefront 2 that waited until, like, two weeks had gone where all of the first-up reviews and microtransactions had come out and, sorry, all the first-up reviews had come out and then they put microtransactions in and a few other games did that as well. It's the same concept. They're adding something after release to bypass the review system and or Steam's refund system. Um, Mm. My point is, like you said, pros and cons to having a anti-cheat with that level of access that said a it's well a fair counterpoint to it existing is it doesn't need to it seems like a lazy way to get information for and the reason i say that is a from a few um bits of my own research i've done but the primary example or is vac Valve anti cheat. So if we look at the ring mm. system, ring zero is kernel with the most prior, with the most um, effectively power and access, and each ring out was does less. I don't actually know how many there are. <laughs> anyway, Valve anti cheat runs at re- at Valve anti cheat runs at ring three. As much as people give it shit, there it has fuck all false flags, and is fairly reliable. Yeah, people cheat in CSGO, but it'll get picked up relatively quickly. Not only that, any Valve anti-cheat game, if you don't want it installed, they're going, hey, don't install it. You won't be able to... You'll only be able to play on servers with other people that don't have VAC yeah, installed. But you can yeah. do it. Having like we, Again, having a forced update... Like, I don't remember where I heard it, but I remember fucking... <laughs> Vac being referred to as the Steam sex offender list, because like yeah, the, the thing Seems the accurate. thing with the Vac thing is it's pro, it's bound to a profile. So like a friend of ours, uh, Fuss, uh, he got banned off a of Call of Duty Black Ops Two for no reason, actual no reason at all. We were legit playing a normal game together, and he just got Vac banned, and now it's a permanent mark on his account that he's been Vac banned. So now, like, anyone looking at his profile in games or shit like that would just see he got VAC banned and then would just report him on, like, the Rust servers or shit like that because he's had a previous ban that has no context to it. Uh, Like I said, so now mm. no false positives. (laughs) (laughs) Except for this one case. But, like, at at the same time, it's... it's the fucking the steam sex offender registry but yes it's quite at, quite at a the, name at the end yeah. at the end of the day look i can see pros and cons for it however i am against this one on principle for two reasons one like we talked about it being installed late and seemingly somewhat sketchily 
it doesn't it doesn't feel honest it really doesn't um, it doesn't because if if they were if this was their intention the entire time they would have come out the gate with it yeah and second is it's Denuvo, and Denuvo is proven to be shit and everyone fucking hates it in every single fucking game it comes with exactly Man, and I sound like fuck so pros and cons for having anti-cheat with that level and it's and one of the cons is security flaw but yes it's also with that level it can uh catch it'd be a lot easier to catch people cheating however regardless of pros cons or my personal views on those pros or cons i disagree with this on principle because of how it was introduced and because denuvo can go fuck itself yeah though that is just one of my principles is that denuvo can go fuck itself well do you no do you don't like killing main characters on principle what if your main characters were bad people, Jade? So that's not my problem. No, but what if you were controlling your main character, and then your main character dies in a story, and then you started controlling the bad guys, but were actually the good guys? I know where this is going, and that sounds convoluted. What if as- you were fuck a white Christian who hates alphabet people? And Joel and Ellie from The Last of Us. <laughs> so yes, bringing uh, The Last of Us two so, back up. Look, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but spoiler warnings for a game that hasn't come out yet, <laughs> because The Last of Us two spoilers are some shit. They have instantly got. They've instantly turned a game which I'm like, I'm quite excited for this game to I am not interested whatsoever anymore it and saves like me we money talked about, I yeah. think we talked about this last uh, podcast is you know what if they uh, yes like we said spoiler warning we are going to be discussing spoilers for a game that hasn't come out yet but you've probably already heard those spoilers because it is from the fucking west of us because <laughs> yes. it's from the fucking internet yeah um but yes you know what if they did what has been leaked and swapped characters and did that well like like they were saying they were doing it looks like they're going with some message about the cycle of revenge honestly that could be done really fucking well from the leaks which we also have to admit we did get out of context it doesn't seem like they did but there's stuff we don't know so, from what I've seen personally, and this is from someone who comes from outside of The Last of Us, I've never played the series and I was never that interested in the series. Mm. Um, Storyline is good. Gameplay is meh at best. It yeah. doesn't seem... Yes. Well, that seems to be one draw of it, and it seems like... Yes, it was a. it's a good... Or it could be a good message, again, if you did it right. Um, however, considering your two main characters and the bond people made with those two characters, from what I've heard, again, I haven't played it myself, but from what I've heard, the bond you made with the two main characters are what carried The Last of Us. 
It's it, it their characterizations because the gameplay wasn't necessarily the best. It was exact. It was even a strong point to the story of why people did what they did in that game it was the bond between the characters. Exactly. So, so if you again, if you switch characters. Hmm. That's not going to come off very well. So, again, the one things things I want to discuss about these are a couple of things. Mm-hmm. One, um, the bad guys in the story are basically a whole bunch of Christians, male Christians, um, centered around. One of those people, who's a female, uh, was the daughter of a surgeon that Joel kills in the end of The Last of Us 1. So, the main story revolves around the fact that Joel has killed this surgeon to get Ellie back, to which then the surgeon's daughter is obviously distraught and super fucking vengeful towards Joel and joins like a it's almost like a a religious cult group but it's not a cult it's Christianity that Naughty Dog is treating like a cult good on you Naughty Dog which is quite weird because they're treating it as a cult it's like no they just they're just Christians like who really believe in God and uh, basically, the story follows around Abby, which is the surgeon's daughter, killing Joel in front of Ellie, and then Ellie exacting that revenge back on Abby and her crew. Now, in the second, and then in the second half of the story, you take control of Abby, yes, and then the game effect. From what we're seeing, the game seems to end. <laughs> with a fight between Ellie and Abby where you're controlling Abby. Now, again, I think this could be done well, but you're fighting characters. Again, we've seen things out of context and I'm going to play devil's advocate. There is a whole like massive text post that I saw that came out before the footage, which gave context to the footage, strangely enough. Yeah, and again, I'm going to play devil's advocate. It could be done well, and we haven't seen everything. But... Mm. This is a game, and now with a sequel, that is carried on its characters. The reason The Last of Us was so well received was because people loved the characters. How are you going to draw people and make people play half a game in which... They're playing with a new character that they, as players, hate because they've killed one of their favorite characters, which was the only real draw to the game. So, Naughty Dog came out a while ago, like way before... I think this was after the remastered version for Last of Us on PS4, that they said um, they will not be making a sequel to the last of us unless 
you know, there was something like a decent story that they wanted to tell. And they came, they had that same thing when they came out with the announcement of Last of Us 2. And like, we believe we have something more to tell. Like, Last of Us was a game that you could literally put a bow on it and that it's great. It's a good game by itself. Doesn't need a sequel. Doesn't even like there isn't much to it that you can do in a sequel that the first game hasn't already done. Like, all the essential points of living in an apocalypse that is ravaged by the Cordyceps and the sort of bonding you can make between the two characters, well, obviously the main characters being Ellie and Joel, that was all done within the first game. And there's nothing you could really, from our, in my opinion, there's nothing you could really do to add on to that other than have new characters all together, have a new perspective. So if they were to make The Last of Us 2 uh, without Ellie or Joel and just have a separate sort of story and I even throw in like little references of like people like, oh man, I heard this guy and this girl went around and did this and like just do something like that, that'd be fine. Like if you're able to Rumors tell a new story the within, the, within a good universe, or... like that's fine. But they, they, had, they stuck with Ellie and Joel, but they did not stick with Joel for long since Joel appears up for uh, in the beginning of the game because the story goes uh, Ellie and their group have to hunt down these cultists as they call them mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't say why in any of the leaks or stuff they just had to hunt them down uh, and then Joel catches Ellie before they you know go into this place to hunt them and Joel's just like I can't let you do this alone and then fucking moments later Joel gets absolutely fucking murked with a golf club like dead 100% dead so that is the main driving force behind this game is Ellie is seeking revenge for Joel's death now Joel's death is like pretty like that's a that's a big twist but the thing is Mm -hmm. if you think about this again from from the gist of it is um Naughty Dog seem to be going for a, uh, like we discussed, the futility of the cycle of revenge and how it's self-propagating and all of that by going, you know, here we go, Abby kills Joel, and then um, whatever happened from there, I think Ali kills some of Abby's crew. Ellie. I don't so remember. Who's Ali? No, Ellie. Uh, Ellie is the girl. Yeah kill some of Abby's crew and then at the end Allie and Abby fight and Abby wins and <laughs> Jesus then... Christ I just told it's, you it's the name Ellie not Ellie Ellie yeah and Ellie I literally fight. went and name's Ellie and goes alright Allie um <laughs> and then it's implied from what we've heard is that Ellie's friends go and hunt Abby and so you got the whole cycle of revenge thing the thing is yeah. like we said that setup of killing Joel, that so, gives a mm-hmm. revenge motivation for the yes. players. Now, if you didn't do that last, last part, half of the story where you play as Abby, if the entire story was Ellie, you have the revenge, and then there runs that bit of um, counterpoint of, you know, Abby's friends or whatever going and going, all right, now they're going to try and kill you and do the message that way, or 
at the end, basically, have some way that Abby and Ali make up. And by make up, I don't mean I'll, they're all body-buddy. You go, look, I don't, I'll let you live, but I don't want to fucking see you again. And again, get the same message across that if you just keep make, taking revenge, you'll just keep building on revenge. You can do that story and get that message of without having the character flip that everyone is going to hate. And I tell you, everyone is going to hate that. <laughs> Because, and the reason for that is, like I said, first game was driven by two characters and their interactions to each other. Second game starts with one of them killed off. The remaining character and the players, every single player, bar some outliers, but almost every single player, as well as the new, as the, the remaining character from the first game, is going to hate the character that just killed Joel. And everyone he's going to want to take revenge. You get that? So if they go through, do the whole game, and you do that revenge arc, and then you do it at the end of going, and somehow tell that message of repropagating revenge and how it's a bad thing, that could be done really well, because it's involving the player. And they get that. They're like, I walked through this whole game to get this revenge, and this is where it's brought, and I get it. But doing that flip halfway through, you're going, why the fuck do I want to play this character? I want the character I'm controlling to die. Because I have a personal revenge vendetta against them, and they haven't... You have a stake. Exactly. Exactly. So, I think the entire premise, not the entire premise, every part individually, the character switching could have been done right. The revenge message could have been done right and again we haven't seen everything so maybe it was but i have my doubts it doesn't seem it seems like they made a mistake in the worst possible way because of player feelings on top of that on top of that and this goes again um on top of everything i've said anita sarkeesian was brought in to consult on the game. Oh, and every yeah. end... The, I keep forgetting that's a I'm thing. going to yeah. put this in a nice, polite nice way. Nice light. Warm light. She has some more extreme views on some topics. And on top of all the Gamergate stuff that's happened previously, which I don't know enough about to take aside, but I do know that went down you want you want to be on gamergate side she's not had a great input in the eyes of many at best she's been controversial at worst she's been actively detrimental i hold personally a very poor opinion of her and so her being a consultant with a little bit i know of her views and the way she acts on them makes it even less likely in my mind that those messages I was talking about will be done correctly. Now, if I was to tell you that around 70% of the workforce, of the seniors, senior uh, people in The Last of Us 2, left the company due to... Uh, what they describe or what some people are described as a toxic work environment due to 
well, not due to, but involving a needing Sarkeesian's visit, would you be surprised? No. Absolutely not. Um, there's a massive, like a massive long so let's, article. Let's look at let's look at the two games that Anita Sarkeesian has been a consultant on, and let's see if we can find any correlation between the two of them. The first one we were just talking about, The Last of Us Two. Mm-hmm. The second one was Anthem. Oh yeah. <laughs> at yeah, this it, point it, in time <laughs> here, if you are if you are considering bringing Anita Sarkeesian into your game. Or like well to just... talk about it. As soon as she sets foot in your office, your game is dead. You might as well file for bankruptcy. You, yeah, you might as well file <clears throat> for fucking bankruptcy. But like, as I said, like, there's, there's like a very you, long article you going want on. security at your front door to stand there with a fucking taser. And as soon as she <laughs> sets foot anywhere near the property, fucking make like a cattle prod and be like, back, back, <laughs> No, back. You, needed, you only needed some bouncers with like a big a4 piece of paper with her face on her and it says list and just have an arrow pointing to her saying not her fine yeah all good but um yeah like there's a massive article done about the toxic work environment at naughty dog over the crunch of last of us 2 and this is a mixture of this is this is entirely because of the politics going on within the company but it also comes down to like the crunch during like a fucking pandemic um but yeah uh, people have spoken up because naughty dog has an nda with uh basically nda uh when you quit and withholds your final pay until the nda is finished and some people i'm guessing have decided to go fuck it and basically said like in our company um we get questioned a lot for speaking out against what seems to be progressive movement. And they're basically going, it's like, like, hey, look, um, you know, why does, you know, this, why does this crew have to be all white males or why is this up in here? And it's like, are you, and they keep going, like the, re- the response they always get was, are you intolerant or are you a phobic of whatever nature? And a sort of like toxic mentality went around the. Oh, uh, it's all in the articles. I've lot to read. I'll post it in our chat. But it's basically, hey, working for Naughty Dog became fucking hell when politics and crunch just became overwhelming. Like mm. Naughty Dog, the politics at Naughty Dog just was just getting out of hand. On top of like people getting absolutely fucking exhausted for seventy to eighty hour work weeks um crunching it up during a pandemic like the game is just not looking great from a development standpoint a story standpoint and just as i like a general standpoint of like hey look you shouldn't be working your fucking people like crunch is a fact but do you really have to crunch the fuck out of everyone during a pandemic do you really have to be evolving politics in at, at any at any point in time if you need to crunch on your game that is a failure at management's level yeah that is that is a, but it also comes down to oh, how big a project is like you also gotta remember like with the size of the, projects you, yeah well trying to scope out yeah trying to scope just... out massive projects is difficult yeah. but i would i would absolutely say that if at any point in time you're leading a project and the crunch is mentioned someone at the higher up positions is getting docked pay 
that is totally reasonable. It's reasonable, it's like, but it's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening because they're fucking cowards. I look like, at fucking Bobby Kotick. If, yeah, if it was up to me, Bobby Kotick would be the poorest man in the fucking world because as soon as crunch happens, Bobby Kotick does not get paid. He does not see a single fucking dime of that money. Like yeah, he wouldn't I, see a single fucking dime of any money anyway if it was up to me personally because he'd be fucking burning in, in fucking glorious hellfire as as decreed by the Black Templar. Hmm. But yes, no fucking. At any point in time, if a game, if developers have to crunch on a game, management should forfeit their pay on the spot. They don't get paid at any point in time post that because they have subsequently failed to do their job, which is ensure that crunch does not happen. It's not yeah. fucking hard. You know what? You know what, Alex? What? You're right. I too don't know what to do about crunch culture. <laughs> but yeah so i'm gonna have to call it there because i have to get ready for work in like 10 fucking minutes so what's going up on the channel boys um valve chronicles is still going up uh we just finished our last recording session of dmc so that's still going up but it's ended for us recording yeah. um code vein, code vein is nearing the end there's a couple of sections left but it's it's closing on the end of it um, we won't be playing the DLC because A, I don't own it, and B, it's shit. Uh, um, also, C, it's broken. <laughs> no, they patched that, but B is why I don't own it because it's. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> but yes, Code Vein's pretty close to finished. Uh, Kenny, me and you, Ori in the Blind Forest, is still doing its doing. Um, yep. still- so, really, right now, we have. Ori the Blind Forest go, um, still going, Death Stranding still going, Pokemon Emerald still going, Yep. and Code Vein still going. Pokemon Emerald still got a bit to go, Code Vein nearly finished. Um, surprisingly, we're breathing, like we've only done what, like two, three recordings of Death Stranding? And Sorry, we've already gotten through like, like 30, 40% of the game. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I guess Cause that's because we're, like, we're, we're smashing like through four. the main story. And like the ending parts are like, I really, I really am dreading that two-hour cutscene. It's actually not two hours. It's not. It's not. Oh, okay. How long is it? Like it's, it's like a cutscene that's broken up with gameplay in between. So it's like an interactive cutscene. Yeah, but no, it's still I, not two I hours. That kind of. I get what it's you It's still mean not two that. hours. Um. Yeah, but hopefully, through being just generally more organized and running less games at the same time. From here on out, we should get games finished and out quicker. Well, from yeah. here on out being like in a month or so when we actually catch up. But, you know. Exactly. When it happens, it happens and it's all going good. All right. So, yes, that's uh, Oz Plays on YouTube. AUS space P-L-A-Y-S. Come check us out. Sub to us. You know, give us all that good stuff. Don't leave us a comment saying you want to be friends. You will get fucking bamboozled real fucking quick. <laughs> I'm not taking any fucking risks now once I saw that. So, There's yeah. been some uh, scam hacks going around and yeah. No one's safe. Just don't no look like a bot and you'll be cool. Yeah, don't exactly. comment like a bot and you'll be fine. So none of uh, this, hey, great content, guys, or nice, or one of Oh, no, friends. great content's fine. Like, hey, that's some great content. We've had some actual people say, hey, this is some good content I subbed or stuff like that. That's, that's fine. But if you're like, 
hey, want to be friends? Or, Hello there. hey, mister oh, with nice. this many subscribers, here till you get this many subscribers. I had a look on our YouTube channel because it's still my notifications that I got these uh, these uh, comments, but all those channels have been deleted. Yeah, well, see, the reason I linked you to that uh, Upper Echelons Games video he did a recent video on called the hidden danger in the comment section which was talking about this actually was quite informative but the re the main mm. reason i linked that to you kenny is a you run our youtube channel so it's kind of relevant um but b because <laughs> tom was there specifically and i remembered that guy being the one that was commenting on our videos and like hmm. he's just right nice 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 like every video nice like i and i did not engage with these comments at all because Good thing because one thing's like i will engage in a comment with like some actual like engagement so, if someone's just like nice or hey you want to be friends i'm not going to send them a message saying yeah let's be friends or the youtube classic of first mm. and it's like if you if you write a comment in which like I can actually talk to you about something like in the video or an aspect of the game or something like that. I can actually engage in a conversation with other than then fuck yeah, like, we can have a conversation. Yeah, but if you just say like, "Hey, let's be friends" and stuff like that, I'm not not going to really reply to that because that just seems quite baity and not going to take that risk. So if I haven't replied to you and you're a genuine person, don't take offense. It's just. A little too risque for my my taste look honestly well, honestly mm. just say your message and then swear at us in the end because a bot ain't gonna do that yeah <laughs> just a bot call ain't us, gonna call us fuckers call us a dirty cunt sock i don't care just have something that no, that like, one specifically that's the that's not that's not something a bot that's not something i think a bot would say but here it's I go. A, a dirty cunt sock. That's how, that's how we know you're real. That's the password. Uh, so just sign off your comments with dirty cunt sock. Exactly. Uh, we have to book. Oh, I have to book. I got to go to work in like ten minutes. So I should. We should catch you guys later. That is SVG yep, one signing out.